Hello and welcome to the Wisdom of Wandering and Wondering. During this um, segment, it's just me pondering thoughts on uh, parenting, um, pulling out something from my conversation with Zoila Young um, in the last episode. So thanks for listening and um, let me know your thoughts. Hello, and welcome to the Wisdom of Wandering and Wondering. I'm your host, Candace Glass. In my last conversation um, with Zoila Young, we talked about a great many things, but one of the things that I wanted, I think, to reflect on in this episode is on um, being a mom and, and maybe parenting, but I was a, um, a solo or single parent. Um, and so, um, I speak of myself as a mom and what that is like. And I'm sure experiences can be similar for fathers and mothers. Um, but I think, um, I think there's something distinctly also, um, perhaps different, um, when you're a mom and you carry this child. And um, so anywho, one of the things that Zoila um, said in when we were having our conversation, when I asked her just about like being a mother and one of the things that she said was um, that your life is not your own. Um on the idea of learning a lot from this this little human as well. And that really resonated um, for me. Um, I was a young mother, um, and I don't think I knew at all what I was getting into. <laughs> um, I know that there was a lot of stuff for me, like, in the background of like even the choice to have my son. I don't think I knew that at the time though, the, 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 those ideas would, would come later, um, for me. But I do remember like, I mean, being in the delivery room and at one point, you know, the doctor's saying, you know, push, and I remember just falling apart and crying. My mother was there with me. And I just said, I can't do this anymore. I, I changed my mind. <laughs> I don't think I want to do this. Because there was like such the realization in that moment that like, oh, shit, I'm about to bring another human being into the world. You know, it's. And I'm pretty much alone in this. And I mean, I know I had like you know, family, but it's, it's still, he was mine. He was, he was going to be this, this baby that I had to take care of at 21 years of age. Who even fucking knows themselves at 21 years of age? No one, let alone now I have to raise this little baby. Babies are born cute for a reason, right? I saw him in my being melted. And I didn't know what I was going to be doing. 
day one, day two, day 20, whatever, years down the road. But all I knew is that he was my heart outside of myself. And that there's there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that kind of love. Oh. I tell him all the time how much I love him to this day, you know, he's 30, but he's still my heart. When I see him and when I think about him, I don't know, man, even more so now because there's been so much growing that has happened for me in the last couple of years that has just broke my my whole being wide open to the world and just what love is and how to love and how to care and how to be kind to everyone. So how do we parent, you know, like, again, no rule book, right? There's nothing that out there. I mean, I guess like I was watching, I'm late to the, to the, the game, but, um, I was watching um, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and they mentioned the book in their Dr. Spock. And I think I remember getting one of those, those books. I don't know if it was that, but something similar about like what to do when you're expecting and all these things. Right. And, um, (laughs) that, book. I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of good information. I honestly don't remember anymore what was in that book, but I'm sure there had to have been some good information. But there is nothing that can be put in a book that will prepare you for parenting and what it truly is. And there's so much other stuff like my own, for, for example, right? I didn't grow up with my biological father. I grew up with um, my stepfather and my mother. And I have a lot of feelings about all of that. But ultimately what it comes down to in a lot of ways is I was looking for love and to be loved. I felt like I, I didn't get that. And everybody's got their own stuff. My stuff is no worse or better than the others. There's no competition in any of this. We all just hope to fucking make it somehow and not to be too, too messed up. But when, when Preston came into the world, it was every bit of my intention to love him so that he would know that he is so loved. Glennon Doyle has this um, quote. Um, She's got got two quotes. I'm going to read them both, the first one now. And it's just that mothers have martyred themselves in their children's names since the beginning of time. We have lived as if she who disappears the most loves the most. We have been conditioned to prove our love by slowly ceasing to exist. 
at 21, you are still trying to explore your, your world for yourself, but I had to give up a lot of things. And it was in that moment of having Preston that I understood more clearly than ever that I had to do whatever I had to do in order to make sure that he had a, a good life. It's hard to do as a single mom, right? I was not getting child support, even though I should have been. <laughs> that would come a lot, lot later. Um, and I was still young, so I was in and out of relationships. Again, still searching for someone to love me. But I did the things. I, I finished school. I got a degree. I started teaching. And then, because teachers don't make anything, um, I worked part-time jobs. And I did that all through school, too. Like, I was a really great student. But I worked my butt off the whole entire time. 21 semester hours, part-time job. And then still making sure that I was doing the things, like being the mom, going to the parks, going um, just experiences that I wanted him to have, you know, the, the camping and the hiking and we didn't do a lot of trips, but we did do some trips depending on who I was with at the time often as well. If I sit and think about it, I can give myself a guilt trip for the amount of men that I moved in and out of Preston's life. Some longer than others and some many that really did care for him though. And maybe he modeled himself after a couple of them. I don't know. He has his things because of my things, because of my mom's things. Isn't that how it works? But I thought that I have to do all that I can. It doesn't matter so much about my life, right? All that matters is his life. So I worked really hard to make sure that there was not a, a birthday or a Christmas or anything that went by. Uh, he played in all the soccer things and I diligently ran my butt all over town to go to every soccer game or baseball game or the Cub Scouts or all of the things. I was it. But in that, something else was happening with me and a deep depression, a deep depression came over. One that made me physically sick even. I recently said to, to someone, you know, like, I actually said this to Preston in his birthday card, I think. I said, sometimes I wonder if you saw me crying too much, if I yelled too much because we just don't know how to parent and we in some ways forget that as we are titled this title right of parent 
it doesn't take away from the fact that we're still humans. We're still learning and growing ourselves. And this learning and growing continues if we're lucky, if we're in it, if we're in it, living this life the way, I don't know, I believe that we're meant to be here to learn and to grow and to continue that until the day that I take my last fucking breath. But we forget. And we we somehow think that we're supposed to know it all. And this is this quote that I like from, from Glennon as well. Um, she says, Dear H, this is what I know. Parents love their children. I have met no exceptions. Love is a river. And there are times when impediments stop the flow of love, mental illness, addiction, shame, narcissism, fear passed down by religious and cultural institutions. These are boulders that interrupt love's flow. For the longest time I had, um, you know, you go through the depression and then I went through the shame of the depression and the shame of, did I fuck my kid up? (laughs) Is he this way because of how I was? Parenting is hard. And I think what also makes it hard is that we just don't talk about it. You look at television, you look at movies, and yeah, there's stuff that happens. But nothing truly, I think, embraces what you actually feel when you're going through it, right? And somehow it always manages to be okay on the television or the the movie. And it's not always okay. That's just not life, right? Sometimes we mess up, we screw up, and it hurts. And it hurts other people, and it hurts for a really long time. Or we're dealing with it ourselves and our own thoughts and emotions. I apologize to Preston. Sometimes, not all the time, you know, but sometimes I do apologize to him because it took me a long time to realize, right, about myself enough to work through the shame, to work through the depression to get to this place of understanding that I, too, am human. To not feel guilty anymore for the times that I maybe wished that I wished that I could just go off and do whatever it was that I wanted to do. Hmm. 
understand that you can love someone and still have these other feelings and thoughts. It's not one way or another. I am a multitude of different feelings. I am the ice and the snow. I am the river and the ocean. I am the rain. I'm the tiny pellets of ice on the leaf. I'm the mist in the air. Preston and I have a really, I think, you'd have to ask him, but I think we have a good relationship now. We both are growing still. But as I grow and step back a little bit more and step into the fact that one, <clears throat> I'm human, I have screwed up and I will likely screw up again. But I also have a really big heart and I love you immensely and you will probably never exactly understand that love. <laughs> and that's okay too. And two, I let go of attachment to him and to a lot of other things in my life. And when I did that, I was able to, to open into a different space of how I mother. Because mothering changes, right? Like when he was two to five or whatever, you know, he like needed me a certain kind of way. <clears throat> and all through elementary school, well into middle school, high school, all these things like, but each stage of the game, right? There's like this shift, there's this change and they're changing and I'm changing and how we parent, how we mother has to change too. He's an adult. And he's still my baby. So when he comes to me now, you know, there are, there are ways that I engage with him. Because I realize that from my own relationship with my mother, where there were, were times I might come, I just wanted to be heard and I didn't need like anybody telling me anything or feeding me with things. And so with Preston now, when he calls and I understand that he's wanting to talk and about something. And instead of giving him all the stuff, because all the mom stuff comes up immediately, like, oh, blah, 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 right? That comes up in your mind. How can it not? These are our babies. We want to take care of them. We want them to be happy. We want them to be loved. So we feel like we have to give them all this information. But that's just not what they often need. <laughs> and so when Preston comes to me now, I'll often ask the question, is this a conversation that I am here to listen? And that is all that I'm here to do? 
Or is this a conversation where you want some kind of something back from me? And if so, what is that? I wish I had been able to ask that question long ago to him. Yet, and still, I ask it now. And it's changed how we relate to one another. It opens up a space for him to share with me what's going on with him. And he knows that he can do that without me give being the mom. <laughs> Parenting is hard. It's the thing that if we choose to step into, we will never really know. We did a great job or not. And maybe it doesn't even matter. We make miracles happen. We bring life into the world. And hopefully, we don't screw it up too bad. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Anyways. I'm curious how it is for you all out there if you're listening and you're a mother or you're thinking about being a mother, if you're a father and how it is for you as a father and do you feel like you've got it all together? Do you feel like you're holding on by a thread? And wouldn't it be great if we talked about it more so we all knew we were sometimes, oftentimes probably holding on by a thread and that it's okay, that it's a moment in the vastness that is our lives. I'd love to talk to you if you want to talk about it. Let me know. Send me an email. Hit me up. Um, I'm trying to stay off of social media right now. So definitely send an email. Anyways, this was it. Um, just some wonderings and about being a mother. It's um, the hardest job in the world to do. And it's also the most rewarding. All right. Be well. Be kind. Be love. Peace. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please do um, follow, subscribe, and share the podcast with anyone that you think would get some value out of it. And um, yeah, if you have any comments or questions, please do send an email to explore at candisglass.com. All right, be good, y'all. <laughs>